Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the desert, bare man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. And now, the savvy traveler himself, Rudy Maxa. You are indeed in Rudy Maxa's world where it's all about travel. I am Rudy Maxa, and this Christmas season could be... Uh, could see the busiest, could be the busiest in six years, says the American Automobile Association. The AAA says it expects more than 93.3 million people to be on America's highways this year, the most since 2006. Is that a precursor to an economic recovery or a proof that proof of an economic recovery? You be the judge. Gas prices will range between 320 and 340, down about 50 cents from the high a year ago. Hotels and car rentals will cost more, and airplanes are expected to be flying at 85% capacity. I want to acknowledge, as I did in the first hour of this show, that this is a very somber weekend in America. The school shooting in Connecticut touched everyone, especially those of us who have children and grandchildren. And those of us who work on this show join you in wishing that devastated community a measure of peace. Our thoughts and prayers go to the families of the victims of that mad rampage that took so many lives of so many people of such a young age. Okay, coming up on the big show this hour, we're going to hear this year's picks for the world's most ethical destinations. What's an ethical destination? Well, Jeffrey Greenberg will be on hand in a couple of minutes to explain. And speaking of ethics, Laura Simpson-Reeves thinks elephants ought not be kept in captivity for the pleasure of tourists. She joins me to explain why the travel industry, and I'm guessing the circus business, should be rethink the use of elephants as attractions. Then if you've ever tried to check your email or browse the web while aboard a cruise ship at sea, you probably know that that's a pretty slow process and an expensive one, too. Security and tech expert Mark Weber Tobias will be in the house to tell us that there's some major changes coming afoot that may allow you to use your laptop or PDA or cell phone with much greater ease, just as you do when you're on uh, good old terra firma. And just in time for a holiday party, food and wine spirits expert Anthony Dias Blue fills us in on the history and origins of holiday cocktails. He's the host of the SSI show called Blue Lifestyle, and he knows that of which he speaks. I'll end the hour with a couple of deals of the week, but first a few news items you should know about from the travel industry this week. If you want to work in the travel industry, every year a Wisconsin-based company called Glassdoor rates the very best places to work in the U.S. Its findings are based entirely on employee feedback. Nearly half a million reviews and ratings get submitted to Glassdoor each year by employees themselves. Four travel companies made the top 50 best places to work list, and this is uh, where you might want to focus your job search. They are Hyatt, the hotel company. It came in as number 32 in the top 50. JetBlue was ranked number 28. Orbitz Worldwide, I will say, the sponsor of my most recent series of public television shows, uh, ranked number 26. And the most highly rated travel company to work for was number 12, Southwest Airlines. Now you know. You can check that out at glassdoor.com. Well, after years of negotiations and the threat of a strike, American airline pilots finally approved a new contract. When the new contract is approved by the judge overseeing Americans' bankruptcy proceedings, it'll mean American will have a new will have new six-year labor deals with all nine of its unions, which may make an American-U.S. Airways merger much easier. These negotiations between Americans and its pilots, by the way, began six years ago. Count them, six. The new contract will bring American pilots even with colleagues at other major airlines in terms of pay. It will also require greater productivity on the part of the pilots and also allows the airline to outsource flying to regional carriers or other major carriers through marketing deals. American says it feels it must emerge from bankruptcy before it decides whether to merge with U.S. Airways. The pilots' union is in favor of a merger, and that group will have a say in that because under the terms of the new contract, they have a 13.5% stake in American.
Every year, the nonprofit organization called Ethical Traveler names the world's top ten best ethical destinations, in its opinion, and we have them on the show to talk about it. Ethical Traveler considers how well a country promotes human rights, cares for the environment, promotes a civil society, while also encouraging a sustainable approach to tourism. Jeff Greenwald is the executive director of Ethical Traveler, and he's got the list in his hands this very moment. Welcome to the show, Jeff. Nice to have you here. Is there anything else you want to give us on background before you reveal the list? Well, we use dozens and dozens of different, you know, indexes and, and, and lists and charts um, to, make this, to make this determination. And it's a real honor for the countries to make this list. They're all chosen from countries in the developing world. Okay. So you won't find Switzerland or the Norwegian countries on this list, although they're, of course, great places to travel to and very ethical. Right. All right. Who, um, so let's see. Let's, should we start with number 10 and go up to number 1? They're not, they're not rated. They're oh, they aren't rated the in order. They're all level in alphabetical order. Yeah, okay. I can go down the list from B or start with U. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you start with B? <laughs> Barbados made the list this year. Cape oh. Verde, Costa Rica, Ghana, Latvia, Lithuania, Mauritius, Palau, Samoa, and Uruguay. Those and, are our ten, ten winners this year, and those are places that, though they're not on a lot of people's bucket list for travel, are great, fantastic, and very, very you know human rights positive, environment positive places to visit. Well, I think the places most people would resonate with most people as tourist destinations would be Barbados and and Costa Rica and perhaps Eastern Europe, Latvia and Lithuania mm-hmm. and, and Palau. Mauritius. But Palau yeah. is a good, great diving location in the. Uh, um, in the middle of the in the middle of nowhere, the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> yeah, it's got a wonderful culture too, with all this strange second economy of the shell money. Um, yeah. But Uruguay, I mean Uruguay. I don't know how many of your listeners have have been to Uruguay, but that's a treasure waiting to be discovered. A beautiful I... place for hiking, bird watching, uh, beaches. Uh, I, just a lovely, lovely country. I couldn't agree with you more. In fact, uh, my girlfriend and I have the last, I think, last three of the four years have gone to Uruguay on vacation, out oh. of, flying into Buenos Aires, and and I tell all my friends, step ahead of me. <laughs> I tell all my friends, Uruguay is is just it's just an undiscovered gem, and it's, mm-hmm. it's just a sweet little place. Um, let's see what else here. Uh, where is Cape Verde? Where is Cape Verde? It's mm-hmm. off the coast of Africa, okay. and it's one of three. It's West Af- has West Africa's highest standard of living. Who really? knew? Who knew? Really? And it's, uh, it's, it's got beautiful, beautiful islands. Tourism is fairly recent, so you can have a, you know, a really authentic kind of cultural experience in communities that haven't seen millions and millions of tourists. And there's black sand beaches, volcanic beaches, um, you know, just really high cliffs and mountainous peaks. A beautiful, beautiful place, and they will welcome you with open arms because they are just starting to embrace the tourism economy, and they really want to do it right. And uh, you you had a couple of people who were on the list last year, Chile and Argentina, and I and I see they are not not making the list this year. Incredible, but true. Uh, they were bannered countries, but uh, their economic instability, uh, corruption in Chile. There's been reports of police violence against students. Uh, human rights are trending negatively, and there's even a dam project in Patagonia that's being bitterly contested by environmental groups. So Chile and Argentina. Uh, fell off the list this year, as did the Bahamas and um, Serbia. Ooh, so, uh, and part of that, um, we also take into account uh, human rights of people with uh, different sexual orientations, and that that factors in our decision as well. Okay, so if if travelers want to vote with their wallets and with their feet and go to places where, uh, as Jeff has described, human rights, uh, a commitment to sustainable tourism, and all kinds of other parameters um, are positive as opposed to negative. 
go to ethicaltraveler.org and, and check it out. Uh, Jeff, we've got to say goodbye in a minute. Anything else you want to add? Uh, just that, you know, next year, tourism arrivals worldwide are set to top $1 billion in the first time in history. So travelers have a lot more power to make political change than they think. And voting with your wings is one of the best ways to do it. Well put, well put. Jeff Greenwald, Jeff Greenwald is the executive director and co-author of, the, 20, of uh, the 2013 Ethical Destinations Report. You can find details at ethicaltraveler.org. When we come back, we're going to consider, an, consider another ethical question, the use of elephants as magnets for tourism. Rudy Max's World phone lines are open now, so call us at 800-387-8025. We'll be back after these messages. Hi, folks. Rudy Maxa here inviting you to visit Ireland and take part in the Gathering Ireland 2013. The Gathering Ireland will be a spectacular year-long celebration of Ireland and all things Irish. It begins with a huge kickoff New Year's Eve festival in Dublin, offering concerts, markets, family events, and more. And the celebration and fun will continue throughout the year with a full program of national festivals and events. For info on planning a trip to Ireland so you don't miss this incredible countrywide celebration, go to thegatheringireland.com or visit rudymaxa.com under sponsors. I'm happy to bring you the next chapter in a fun contest series sponsored by our friends at Travel Guard. Martha and seven other grandparents were excited to finally charter a 52-foot catamaran to the British Virgin Islands with her nephew as captain. After four days of fun in the sun, they were fishing 11 miles out to sea when the engines quit and the boat began to take on water. You can learn the rest of the story and a chance to win a Kindle if you visit TravelGuard.com forward slash stories. Travel Guard is a worldwide leader in travel insurance and assistance. Because Mike switched to GEICO and saved hundreds of dollars on car insurance, his money clip wants to shake his hand, firmly, for a solid three seconds. But it can't. Fact is, most money clips don't have hands to shake with. Switch to GEICO, and every time you notice the extra cash, you'll know your money clip wants to give you a firm handshake. But remember, it can't. It doesn't have hands. It is, however, happy that you're saving money. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Ever wondered what you do if you were seriously sick or injured on a trip? You need On Call International, and joining me is the company's CEO, Mike Kelly. Now, Mike, why is this protection so critical? Medical evacuation in the U.S. or abroad can cost thirty, fifty, dollars or even $100,000 and is rarely covered by major medical plans, including Medicare. On Call International membership protects your health and wallet with services, including evacuation to the hospital of your choice. And right now, you can save 30% off your membership with the code RUDY30 at OnCallInternational.com. The telephone number to call the program is 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or visit the show online at RudyMaxa.com. Here again is Rudy Maxa. Well, elephants have long been fixtures at zoos, and if you go to Thailand, you've got to ride an elephant. But increasingly, some people are thinking, maybe that's not such a great idea. Laura Simpson-Reeves is pursuing a master's degree in communication for social change in Australia at the University of Queensland. She's worked with organizations such as Oxfam Great Britain and Amnesty International and Wildlife in Queensland. And she has written an article for the Ethical Traveler website questioning the ethics of elephant exploitation for tourists. We're going to talk about that with her. Welcome to the show. Nice to have you with us here, Laura. Hi, really nice to be here. First of all, how did you uh, get interested in the topic of how elephants are used for entertainment or as a draw for tourism? Yeah, 
so I've um, been travelling internationally for about 10 years now um, and I've spent a lot of time in Southeast Asia. And so I've naturally done all of the riding of elephants around numerous countries and numerous um, wildlife parks. And I was recently on the South Thailand island of Koh Samui and I was talking to one of the mahouts there who told me that all of the elephants aren't natural on the island and they actually ship all of them over from Bangkok specifically for tourism purposes. Um, traditionally, they, a mahout will stay with a elephant for the life of either the mahout or the elephant. Right. So they generally have quite a close bond. So I was quite intrigued by the idea that these elephants were being brought specifically over onto an island that's not naturally inhabited with elephants purely for tourism purposes. So that just started me delving a little bit deeper into how tourism is affecting elephants and the exploitation of them purely for tourism purposes. And you found that elephants who are in captivity, particularly those who uh, are trained to do tricks for tourists, etc., as touching as the story of a mahout and an elephant relationship can be, it's not a pretty picture how those elephants get trained, right? No, and I think that's the um, impact of the increasing tourism and elephant, elephants as a commodity rather than the traditional link. And there are, they're often quite trained in violent, cruel ways involving whips that have um, thorns at the end of them that are used to dig in and create scars and pain across behind the elephant's ears. They're often starved or separated from family groups. And elephants as a um, species are a very familial group. They spend a lot of time with their family. And by being isolated, that actually creates not just emotional trauma, but can lead to physical trauma as well. Now, you mentioned the, the elephants you encountered on the Thai island of Koh Sumi in southern Thailand had been brought in from, yeah. from Bangkok. There was a time, and I'm old enough to remember, when elephants actually roamed the streets of Bangkok. That wasn't such an ideal existence either, and there are actually some nonprofits and foundations dedicated to getting elephants who might be earning spare change from tourists uh, because their mahouts train them to look appealing, to, to actually get elephants yeah. off the streets of uh, Bangkok, which might be considered a favor. And that, that is where it all started. So there was a lot, um, as you said, of where elephants were across the streets of Bangkok. They were being used um, to give massages to tourists and things that are not natural to them. So there was a lot of NGOs and animal activist groups that then brought... Um, uh, Sorry, started sanctuaries and so forth in order to bring those elephants away and into a more natural environment. But with that, obviously you need to make some money because, you know, money is how those sanctuaries can continue to run. So then those sanctuaries started to offer elephant rides and other things that would bring the tourists in to see the elephants, therefore raising vital funds in order to maintain those sanctuaries. And what's happened is while there are still quite a number of those sanctuaries that are doing really good work across Thailand and other parts of Southeast Asia, it's also creating aspects for other entrepreneurs, I guess, who are stealing elephants from other countries, such as Burma, um, killing up to five adult elephants in order to get one baby elephant to bring it across into Thailand to then sell into other areas. And it's very difficult for travellers who might not know any of the details um, 
which sanctuaries do treat their elephants with respect and, and are doing really good work and which ones are just in it to make the money. And mm. I've fallen into that trap over numerous years, so I can I'm, understand how easy it is to get mistaken. I'm going to ask you how we might be able to tell the difference in just a moment. My guest is uh, Laura Simpson-Reeves. She lives in Australia, and she has a great concern for the treatment of elephants as... as uh, lures to bring tourists to various elephant parks and so on, particularly in Southeast Asia. In fact, in her piece in uh, The Ethical Traveler, you can read it at The Ethical Traveler, excuse me, at ethicaltraveler.org, um, Laura writes that the healthy populations of Asian elephants in the wild, the remaining, the last healthy populations of Asian elephants in the wild are in Burma, and the baby elephants there can fetch uh, $20,000 if they can be brought across the border to Thailand and used uh, at resorts or uh, or in circus-like Events. So, all right, Laura, tell us how. I know there are legitimate uh, uh, places that are trying to keep elephants in a familial unit and trying to keep them safe. How does a tourist tell the difference between a good place and a bad place? There is a lot of research that you can do beforehand, um, which is not always possible, but if you do have the time, you know you're going to a particular area or a particular country, you can do research, you can contact different animal activist groups. For example, in Thailand, there's a group called the Animal Activist Alliance that specifically works with elephants and trying to um, ensure that they are treated healthily and with respect. You can also, when you do visit the parks, just have a look at the elephant, see if there are wounds, particularly behind the ears, which will demonstrate um, cruel and harmful treatment and abuse to those elephants. You can see how they're treated in terms of whether they're all tied up in really small cage-like spaces or whether they are roaming freely. And if you're ever unsure, you can always just ask to walk beside an elephant instead of riding on the elephant. And any good sanctuary will agree to that because that will be, they'll respect that decision. Can, so can you elaborate? Can you elaborate on that? The wounds on the animal. Laura, can you elaborate a bit on that last walking beside the elephant as opposed to riding the elephant? What uh, benefit is that to the elephant? Of course. So when I started researching for this article, I came across a lot of information that I was not previously aware of. Um, it hasn't been included because I wasn't able to verify it, but I did read one report that said elephants shouldn't carry more than 150 kilograms on their back. Really? And I don't know if you've ever. So I don't know if you've ever seen the um, seats that they put on the elephants at places that traditionally do elephant riding, and they tend to be around 20 to 30 kilos. And if you put two adults on that, in addition, you'll generally be over that 150 kilograms. I'm not sure what that is in pounds, unfortunately, um, but I wasn't able to... I haven't verified that, so I'm not 100% certain how accurate that is, but I did read that in a couple of reports coming out of animal activist groups. There's an so elephant camp... if ca you are in any way... I, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. There's an elephant camp at the Four Seasons up by Chiang Rai in northern uh, Thailand. I have written an elephant there. I wrote it barebacked. Is that a good sign? Yeah. I think that's, that's a start because that does help eliminate some of that extra weight and they're not being impacted on with the ropes and the other things that go around to hold feet securely into place. Elephants so that are is one option that you can do. And elephants are smart animals, aren't they? 
they are. They're incredibly smart. There's all sorts of research coming out, particularly with African elephants, to do with um, memory and funeral rites and other aspects that um, we don't generally associate with species other than humans. And there's a lot of evidence coming out to show the intelligence of these creatures. They're very gentle. They're very peaceful animals. But they're also very large animals, and as you point out in your article, uh, this year, too, uh, uh, one a zookeeper in New Zealand and another a, uh, uh, a tourist in uh, Sydney, Australia, were, were killed, uh, I'm sure, by accident by elephants, but they aren't to be trifled with. They're not just, you know, bedtime stories for children animals, are they? No, and I mean, they were both zookeepers. The one in Sydney was a zookeeper that was oh, crushed. Sorry. Okay. Um, she's actually okay now. She's, I mean, she wasn't a very critical condition, but she has survived. But the one in New Zealand did die. Oh. And I guess you just need to be aware that they are wild animals. They're not, they're not domesticated animals. And there are always dangers when working with, with different animals, whether in wildlife sanctuaries or in zoos. Laura Simpson-Reeves is, is the author of the article. You can read it at ethicaltraveler.org. It's called Elephant Exploitation for Tourism from Zoos to Jungle Treks. And uh, Animal Activist Alliance is the place where you can check out if where you're going to visit is treating, or treating their animals correctly. Laura, thanks so much for joining us. Not a problem. Thanks very much. We'll be back here in Rudy Max's world in just a moment. Don't go away. Call now to talk to Rudy Maxa at 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com. Hi, folks. Rudy Maxa here inviting you to visit Ireland and take part in the Gathering Ireland 2013. The Gathering Ireland will be a spectacular year-long celebration of Ireland and all things Irish. It begins with a huge kickoff New Year's Eve festival in Dublin, offering concerts, markets, family events, and more. And the celebration and fun will continue throughout the year with a full program of national festivals and events. For info on planning a trip to Ireland so you don't miss this incredible countrywide celebration, go to thegatheringireland.com or visit rudymaxa.com under sponsors. I'm happy to bring you the next chapter in a fun contest series sponsored by our friends at Travel Guard. Martha and seven other grandparents were excited to finally charter a 52-foot catamaran to the British Virgin Islands with their nephew as captain. After four days of fun in the sun, they were fishing 11 miles out to sea when the engines quit and the boat began to take on water. You can learn the rest of the story and a chance to win a Kindle if you visit TravelGuard.com forward slash stories. Travel Guard is a worldwide leader in travel insurance and assistance. participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. If you're out to sea on a cruise ship, how do you stay in touch with home? How do you check your email? How do you uh, go online and do all the stuff you need to do to go online? Mark Weber, Weber Tobias uh, is an investigative attorney and a security and communications specialist. He writes a column called The Travel Geek for Forbes.com. You heard him on the show the last time we talked at length with him was about how secure room locks in hotels and safe deposit bo or safety uh, boxes in your hotel room really are. I hope you didn't miss that segment. But he lately has been looking into uh, what the future is for communications aboard cruise ships. Nice to have you back, Mark Tobias. Welcome back. Good to, good to be back. 
back, Rudy. Mark, let's let's first set the landscape. What is the state of the art right now? I haven't taken a cruise in a couple of years. If I'm on a cruise ship, what are my options for calling home or going online? Well, you can call home. Your cell phone will work. Your BlackBerry will work. Internet cafes are on board all the ships. Uh, but the the problem right now is it's limited bandwidth, which means that you can't do what you can do at home or at a normal resort. And the real problem is there what we call interoperability. There's no there's no linkage between the communications on board ship and when you get to shore. Uh, there's no caching like we have now, and there's no cloud service. So it's it's very limited. It's great communications, don't get me wrong, there's one company that's doing it, but it's very limited compared to what you have at home or at the office. And it's fairly slow and expensive still, isn't it? It's slow, the bandwidth, if if, if you get a couple hundred kilobit uh, speed, you know, that's a lot compared to huge, huge download and upload speeds at home or at the office. And it is expensive. Uh, Wi-Fi, at the best rate is usually about 25 cents a minute. And your telephone calls can be $5 a minute, $10 Whoa. a minute. It's, I've written a lot about this on Forbes. All right, uh, in, but this okay. whole world is going to change. All right. In a minute, I'm going to ask you what to do now to save some money. But let's talk about this whole world changing. You were down in Florida. You were talking to a company that apparently has a whole new generation that's going to change how we communicate, new generation of electronics or satellites or whatever, you tell me, that's going to change how we communicate, how individual passengers can communicate on ship. Yeah, all your passengers that have been on board ship, uh, if you remember, and yourself, there's very large satellite dishes. They're domes on the ships, normally two of them. And these all communicate worldwide through a gateway in Florida through the leading company for the last 30 years in the industry called Maritime Telecommunications Network, MTN. They are the leaders in the world. They do virtually all the cruise ships. And they feed your television, if you want to watch CNN, if you want to watch, make a telephone call. Everything goes through Miami. And right now there's, there's essentially limited capacity. They just introduced a new next-generation platform that they're calling Nexus, N-E-X-U-S, uh, that's, that's really going to change the industry as far as costs, as far as access, Basically, they're going to replicate your, your resort-equivalent service. Everybody travels now. They have laptops. They have iPads. You sit around the pool on the ship. It's incredible. Everybody's on their computer, on their cell phones. What they don't understand is when they get home, they're going to have this huge bill, unless they have some special uh, data plans. So MTN is going to change all that. They've invested in a new satellite platform. And in the near future, you're going to be able to go on a cruise ship, uh, which obviously are very, very popular as vacation destinations. And you're going to be able to use your iPad, your cell phone, your BlackBerry, the Internet cafes. You're going to be able to download, you know, large files, which you cannot do now. And the costs are going to be drastically reduced. Uh, These folks are even developing an app for iPhones and Androids to, to be equivalent to Skype, and I'm sure a lot of your listeners are familiar with that, sure. uh, voice over IP technology over the, uh, over the air, uh, phone calls right now are really expensive. I've written a lot about this. That's going to really change. The problem with Skype on cruise ships is that it's not optimized for satellite, so there's some delays. How far away are we from this? Latency. No, how, how far are we away from this new tomorrow? 
Uh, I would I would imagine that by next year you're going to see really? serious changes in the industry. You have to understand, 10 years ago, you had very little communications from cruise ships. This, sure, is, sure. this is a relatively new phenomenon. All right, we only have like a minute left, literally, Mark. What do you do until the new stuff comes in? What do you do to communicate when you're on a ship effectively and cheaply? Uh, I use Skype, and we also have global two-way radio service, which is essentially free. And I also use Verizon's data package, which is the best in the industry. Uh, it's still not cheap, but it's 25 cents a megabyte, which is you can buy at $25 for 100 megabyte chunks. Uh, AT&T has a similar plan, but they exclude cruise ships. So I, I do that, and then when I get into shore, I've got local SIM cards. And if I have to download large files, that is absolutely the cheapest way to do it. But I, I use Skype and a variety of tools that... Uh, T-Mobile's got a $20 option for unlimited emails on board ship a month. Hmm, not bad. All right. Well, no, no, we will. Uh, deal. Well, we'll look expectantly and hopefully in the near future for this. Uh, is it MTN? Did you say? Yeah, MTN. They're out of Miramar, Florida, but they they have really pioneered the industry. And I was at their headquarters interviewing their CEO and. They uh, really have cool, cool stuff. All right, it's coming on the horizon. Mark Weber, Tobias, is an attorney. He's a security and communications specialist. You can read him at Forbes.com. His column is called The Travel Geek. We'll have him on again, uh, I, I'm certain. Mark, thanks for joining us. Thanks, Freddie. Be right back. Talk about holiday cocktails. Don't go away. Rudy Max's world is coming right back. So get on the phone now at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. You can also enjoy the program anytime at RudyMaxa.com. Ladies, how many pounds have you gained since you turned 40? If you're like most women, probably 10 or more. But hundreds of thousands of women have discovered the secret to losing weight after 40. It's called Amberin, and it's an advanced natural product clinically shown to cause sustained weight loss for women over 40 without significant lifestyle changes. You can try Amberin absolutely risk-free and get a one-month supply free by calling 1-800-525-2563. The leading cause of weight gain in women over 40 is hormonal imbalance until you balance your hormones, losing weight can be practically impossible. Amberin balances hormones naturally, so the extra weight can fall right off. Yes, even that stubborn tummy fat. Plus, Amberin relieves other symptoms of hormonal imbalance, like hot flashes, night sweats, low libido, sleeplessness, and more. Be one of the first 50 callers right now, and they'll send you a complimentary risk-free trial with a 30-day supply free. Free supplies are limited, so call now. 1-800-525-2563. That's 1-800-525-2563. I'm happy to bring you the next chapter in a fun contest series sponsored by our friends at Travel Guard. It's one of thousands of true travel tales they receive every year. Diane and her friend were enjoying a summer cruise in the Mediterranean when her legs started to itch uncontrollably. She let it go, thinking it would get better. But when she noticed it getting inflamed and red, her mind went to her worst fear. For the rest of the story and a chance to win a Kindle, visit TravelGuard.com slash stories. TravelGuard is a worldwide leader in travel insurance and assistance. Because Susan switched to Geico and saved hundreds of dollars on car insurance, her retirement account wants to bake her a chocolate cake. But it can't. It's a retirement account. It doesn't have the upper body strength to lift a cake pan into an oven. Switch to Geico, and every time you see the savings, you'll know your retirement account wants to bake you a chocolate cake. But remember, it can't. It's a retirement account. It is, however, happy that you're saving money. 
GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Do you or someone you know have an overseas trip coming up? Perhaps a college student preparing to study abroad or someone planning a honeymoon or trip of a lifetime. Why not get a feel for the place by ordering one of my DVDs? From Paris to Hong Kong, Tokyo to Tuscany, I've made more than 80 shows on the world's great destinations. Knowing a bit about the history, culture, people, and cuisine of a city or region beforehand can enrich any trip. Just click on store at www.maxa.tv to sample my DVDs. That's maxa.tv, and check out the new Blu-rays as well. Hi, folks. Rudy Maxa here, inviting you to visit Ireland and take part in the Gathering Ireland 2013. The Gathering Ireland will be a spectacular year-long celebration of Ireland and all things Irish. It begins with a huge kickoff New Year's Eve festival in Dublin, offering concerts, markets, family events, and more. And the celebration and fun will continue throughout the year with a full program of national festivals and events. For info on planning a trip to Ireland so you don't miss this incredible countrywide celebration, go to thegatheringireland.com or visit rudymaxa.com under sponsors. Got a question or comment? Need advice? Jump on board now by calling the show at 800-387-8025 or visit the show anytime at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Max's world. It's 43 minutes after the hour. We just talked to Mark Weber Tobias about how to stay in touch, how the, the future, what the future holds for uh, data transmission and phone calls from cruise ships, all very positive. Um, if you want to stay connected while flying over the oceans, well, United, Delta, and American Airlines are going to make it a lot easier. They're about to launch satellite connectivity for passengers as early as the coming weeks in 2013 on their overseas flights. As you know, many of them, like Delta particularly, have got almost all their planes wired for Wi-Fi over the continental United States. But now they're going to, you're going to be able to stay in touch while you're flying over oceans as well. The cost of connecting hasn't been revealed, but it's interesting to note this. The Australian airline Qantas just dropped its satellite service on board its planes after nine months. The airline said there simply wasn't enough demand for the service, on Qantas anyway. Now, it might be the cost. It was between $13 and $42. I guess that bought you, depending on the length of the flight, that bought you unlimited use on your laptop or your iPad or whatever PDA you happen to be using. Uh, $13 to $42? I don't know. Eh, I guess $42 going across the Pacific. Remember, that's a long flight, 10 hours, 4 bucks an hour. Not bad. Um, the service, however, will not be fast enough to stream movies or TV shows on your laptop or personal device, but some airlines, United in particular, plan to stream movies and television shows from onboard equipment. So you'll be able to sit at your sit in your seat on the flight, put your, keep your iPad in your lap or your laptop, and uh, for $0.99, cents, you can download a television show and watch it right there. It'll stream right from... Uh, 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 some sort of device right on the plane, or a movie will cost about three ninety nine, three uh, four bucks. Call it not bad, not bad. So, watch watch for that on Delta, American Airlines, and uh, United. Uh, some European, I think Lufthansa has had uh, transoceanic satellite service for a long time, but this will be new for American travelers flying on U.S. airlines, including Delta, United, and American. All right, we're trying to reach our friend Andy Dice Blue here. We got him. Anthony, Anthony Dice Blue is host of uh, the Blue Lifestyle Show that SSI syndicates along with my show. Nice to have you on the show, Andy. Hi. Welcome to, uh, welcome back. Well, thank you. Okay, so the, the, the phrase holiday cocktails sort of implies that either there are cocktails perfect for holidays or that cocktails actually grew out of, uh, out of the holidays. Uh, which is it? Or is it both? kind of both and i you know i was thinking that uh, there are some things you can do that's uh, that other than traditional eggnog which everybody knows about right but um 
a punch, you know, particularly if you're entertaining a lot of people, a, a nice Yuletide punch that you can mix up in large batches is a, is a good thing to do. And um, the one that I like is uh, you take a whole bottle of vodka, four cups of chai tea, sweetened according to your preference, mm. four cups of clear apple juice, uh, two whole, and then you cut up two oranges in slices and two red apples in slices. You mix all the liquid ingredients into a large bowl and you garnish it with the with the fruit slices. And um, it's and great. I mean, you can put it in little uh, in little punch cups. And you're serving that cold, obviously. Yes. Ah, oh, that sounds great. That's great. Yeah. yeah, and pretty really easy to make too, obviously. Very. Hmm. Now, okay. if you're looking for something that's just like you know for one person. Uh, I like this thing that's uh, it's a, a mixture of you you mix one ounce of cinnamon vodka and you can find that Sobieski is a brand that makes a, a cinnamon vodka that's really good. Uh, you take one ounce of apple schnapps, shake it with ice and strain it into a chilled glass, and there you go. Garnish it with an apple slice. Very well, good. Has that name got a drink? Uh, drink got a name? Excuse me. <laughs> I think I've been drinking. It's for, called for the Rudy. It's called the Rudy Maxa. <laughs> and you switch words around when you're on the radio. Right. Um, okay. What about? Uh, well, is there any way to spark up eggnog? I know you can buy eggnog. I mean, right off the shelf in grocery stores during this time of the year. What do you just add a little rum and call it eggnog? Is that the deal? Well, you can add any number of spirits: brandy, rum, uh, scotch. I mean, you can you can really basically add a number of different spirits to it. Um, here's another. You know, mulled cider is another thing. Oh, of course, right. That yeah. uh, that's great for this time of year. And you, which for that you need uh, two quarts of apple cider, four strips of lemon zest, two cinnamon sticks, two whole star anise, a teaspoon of allspice berries, and a teaspoon of cloves. And you put that in a large saucepan. Bring it. Uh, Bring it to a boil, cover it, and remove from the heat, and let it steep for a minimum of 20 minutes. But uh, if you want stronger flavors, you let it steep for you know up to four hours. Mm. Ladle it carefully into mugs, leaving most of the solids behind. Now, you notice that there's no booze in this one. So uh, if you want to add a little extra kick, add a shot of rum or brandy at the end. All right. Is there any place we can find these? Are you got them at bluelifestyle.com, these recipes? Uh, yeah, as a matter of fact, uh, yes, bluelifestyle.com, uh, and look under Spirit of the Week or something. It should <laughs> be there. Okay. <laughs> Anthony Dias Blue is the host of Blue Lifestyle, uh, the radio show, and you can check him out at bluelifestyle.com. Thanks, Andy. We'll be right back with Deals of the Week in just a moment. To participate in the program and speak with Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. To join Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. It's 52 minutes after the hour. Boy, these two hours went very quick. A lot of good guests this hour. I hope you learned a few things. I did. I certainly did. All right, let's do, uh, oh, let me just remind you. Go to, we, uh, we're going to try to get up to 2,300 likes in the next month or two. So if you go to Facebook and check out my fan page, Rudy Maxa TV show, and press like, you might even find something fascinating there. Be sure to look at the, at the, the story I have there of the guy who works in a hotel at the Doubletree in Rochester, Minnesota, who a young woman, 15-year-old girl, and her mother were checking into the hotel. 
and uh, because she was there to treat, seek treatment at the Mayo Clinic, and she had a peacock sticker on her uh, notebook. And the man noticed it. Turned, uh, the, the gentleman who worked there is a bellman, part-time bellman, noticed it. And it turns out she just loves peacocks. So the next morning, I happened to be there. That's how I know this happened. I walked down the hotel lobby, and there's a guy standing there with a live peacock in his arm. He was in civilian clothes. I didn't know he was a part-time bellman. He's also a part-time farmer. He had brought the live peacock in for the 15-year-old girl to pet. And her mother said she hadn't seen a smile that big on her face in years. Anyway, so I posted a picture of the bellman holding the peacock in the hotel lobby, and I think we got something like 48,000 hits so far. You can find it at Rudy Max, a TV show. It's a great sort of heartwarming story told in about seven sentences, but the photograph's great of this guy uh, holding the peacock. Um, anyway, true life story. Uh, let's do a couple deals of the week fast here. All right, Tour Crafters. The, the tour company called Tour Crafters is offering a small group escorted tour of what it calls Morocco's Imperial Cities. There are weekly departures from Spain's Costa del Sol every Sunday from January 6th through October 27th. So if you're headed this winter, beginning January 6th, over to the Costa del Sol, you might want to take this six-night deal. You'll be staying in five-star hotels. First of all, you'll cross uh, between Spain and Morocco on a ferry. That's covered in the deal. You'll stay six nights in five stars, plus daily breakfast and dinner included. Um, you'll have guided tours paid for, entrance fees to monuments paid for. You'll uh, tour Morocco on an air-conditioned coach, and you'll visit Fez and Marrakesh and Rabat and take sightseeing tours to Casablanca and Tangier and Meknes. Price is pretty incredible for daily breakfast and dinner and five-star hotels and transportation. 1100 bucks per person, call it, $1,094. You can find details at tourcrafters.com. And then we got a couple uh, 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 cruise deals here. Princess Cruises is has announced a sale on cruises from December 13th to the 21st. Well, we've already passed two of those days. But uh, if you move fast, you're going to get savings up to $1,000 per person and an onboard credit of 100 bucks per stateroom. There are more than 100 cruises on sale. You can find them at princess.com forward slash sales. Princess.com forward slash sales. Um, Alaska Cruise, seven days for... Uh, uh, with a balcony, thirteen hundred bucks. It used to be fifteen hundred. I'm rounding these numbers off, okay? A Hawaii cruise, fourteen days, uh, seventeen hundred with a balcony. It used to be twenty-seven hundred. That's a thousand dollars off. A Greek Isle cruise, twelve days, twenty-two, twenty-three hundred dollars per person. That's a seven hundred dollars savings. Uh, British Isles cruise, twelve days, twenty-five hundred with a balcony. That's a $400 savings. All cruise prices are per person based on double occupancy, and they now include government fees and taxes. The cruise ships are finally including government fees and taxes in their prices. This, uh, uh, this uh, sale ends Friday, December 21st, and uh, you can cruise. Well, I guess you can. Oh, the sale is only till December 21st, but this is for cruises during 2013. Great. The winter, anyway. It's called the Seasons of Savings Sale. So, yeah, check this out. If you want to cruise in 2013, go to princess.com forward slash sales by December 21st. But these uh, Alaska, Hawaii, Greek Island, British Isle cruises um, are apparently for, uh, uh, for this winter going into the new year. Um, there's another cruise. Virgin Vacations is offering a 10-day winter cruise for the Caribbean. So if the Caribbean is more to your taste, it will include two nights at the Hilton Miami downtown with uh, transfer to and from the hotel in the port or between the hotel and the port. Also includes breakfasts. Prices begin at an amazing $680 per person. That's under $75 a day. Again, a 10-day winter cruise through the Caribbean. You can choose the Western Caribbean or Eastern Caribbean. Um, not too bad. The Western Caribbean is only six twenty-nine dollars per person. Um, anyway, check it out. This is, uh, this is from coming to you from Virgin Vacations. Um, and they've got, you're going to pay a little extra if you're going to do some, uh, uh, um, uh, you know, 
going on land and taking escorted tours as well, as is common. And the Hilton Honors Program has a deal for New Year's Eve, all right? If you're a member of Hilton Honors, which anybody can become by just signing up, um, they've launched what's called a winter warm-up sale. It's bookable now through March 10th, so you got a long time to book, and you'll save 20% on qualified stays between now and March 17th of four nights or more at participating hotels and resorts in the Hilton Honors portfolio. So this is not just it's not just Hilton. It could also include their, their properties like Conrad and so on. So if you're a Hilton Honors member, check this out. Go to hhhonors.com forward slash warmup to save 20% on stays at Hilton's and their various brands through March 17th. They've got 10 different brands. So, you know, from Doubletree, where the guy with the peacock is. Check that out. Do go to go to Rudy Max, the TV show, and check this out. You're not going to believe this. This guy's standing in the Hilton lobby. I walked down Sunday morning. There's nobody there but the desk clerk and then this man standing in the center cradling a peacock in his arm. I said, what's with the peacock? And he told me the story, and I can't believe the number of hits it's gotten. It really touched some kind of uh, uh, sweet nerve in people, I guess, when they read it, and they passed it around a lot. It's at Rudy Maxa. TV show on Facebook, and click friend while you're there, will you? And we'll try to get up to 2,300. Okay, we're coming to the end of the hour. i got to thank my engineer, Jeff Ryder, who, uh, I don't know, he puts some of these things together and makes it sound so good. And uh, Anna Schofield, my executive producer, who wrangles the guests and reminds them they're on and makes this all possible for me. And both of them help me look good. And any errors in pronunciation of names and places, all my fault. All my fault. Hey, uh, have a wonderful uh, beginning of the holiday weekend. We'll see you here next weekend, I hope, and uh, we'll look forward to coming in 2013 with you. Thanks to the stations who carry us, and thank you to our listeners. Take care. You've been listening to Rudy Max's World, and as always, you're hearing Must Hear Radio on the SSI Radio Network.